I'm John Peters, one of the founders of Callaway's Nursery. We're proud to present this hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening. And now here's Neil. All right, John, thank you very much. And good morning, everybody. Brisk out there when I walked the dog earlier this morning, but beautiful out there. And uh, it's going to be a great day. Great day to go to Callaway's, don't you think? Let's do that. But let's talk gardening first. Let's talk about the plants at your place. Simple as that. All you have to do is pick up that call uh, phone and give me a call, and I'll give you the number right now. Mike Bass is ready to take the calls. He'll screen you and get you uh, lined up to go on the air with me. That's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, let's talk about plants uh, in your landscape. You talk about your lawn, talk about re-landscaping, if that's what you're doing this spring. This ought to be the year that we redo and make major modifications in our landscapes because they have been brutalized by two very bad winters and one summer in between. And it's time. It's time to take out the plants that have struggled. It's time to replace them with some really good plants. And I would suggest always that you buy from a local, independent retail garden center. And our sponsor this hour is such. They are local, and uh, they founded uh, in our area 36 years ago. I'm not going to turn this into an ad, uh, but if you go there or some other place, just go someplace where the people know the, the local plants and the local conditions and can help you uh, get the, the best landscape possible. So that's uh, what we can talk about. We can talk about your lawn, how to get it back into apple pie order. Things are moving you know, you hear all these comments about things were three or four weeks ahead of time. I was telling my wife last night, there are a lot of aspects of North Texas that are not ahead of time, at least in, in places I've been. Uh, lawns are not coming along quite as fast as I'd like to see. They'll get there. Uh, but we'll talk about that. Your vegetable garden, your flower gardens, uh, fruit trees, whatever you'd like to talk about. The uh, freeze a week ago did some damage to plants, set them back a bit. Chinese pistachios certainly toasted. And uh, they'll come back. They'll be all right. But it just sets things back when that happens. We always begin the program with a visit with Steve Huddleston. Steve is the public relations manager of the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. And uh, he has been associated with the Botanic Garden now for three decades. And I'm proud to have him here on the air with me every Sunday morning. All of that time, for that matter. And a very special guest. And so I welcome him. Steve, good morning. Yes, good morning, Neil. It's a beautiful morning, and when I bid you adieu last Sunday and said, I'll see you next week, you said, aha, I'll see you sooner than that. Steve was a part of the Collin County uh, uh, Master Gardeners big show, and we were out there as well, Len and I, and, and it was nice to see you in person. Always nice. We had some nice, uh, uh, really good horticulturists uh, assembled around us, and that, that worked out really well. So tell us what's happening at the Fort Worth Botanic Garden right now. Well, we still have thousands of tulips blooming, blooming and showing color. Uh, I know this will be their last week. In fact, they will be in decline this week. But there will still be color on, on a lot of our tulips. So this is really the last week to see that color. Uh, blue bonnets are blooming in various places in the garden, especially in the Tinsley Garden. That's at the south end of the garden where we feature native plants. So we've got blue bonnets blooming there. And then I noticed in the... Uh, Leonard Courtyard, uh, just adjacent to the Leonard Courtyard behind the garden center, four Yoshino cherry trees are blooming. Uh, we received these several years ago. These trees grew from cuttings taken from the original trees donated by Japan in 1912 to Washington, D.C., and they were planted around the tidal basin. Uh, so these four trees that we have came from those original trees donated in 1912 and they're blooming and they're pretty so uh, we do have a few yoshino cherries that's kind of special um based on the years that you've had at the botanic garden are you way ahead are you ahead are you even with normal years in terms of blooming and things leafing oh out? i think i think we're ahead this year uh for example yes i know we are a little bit yes and then even our tulips started blooming bit. earlier and they're finishing sooner so i know we're ahead okay all right, fair, yeah. uh, fair comment. Featured plant this week is a lovely plant. Steve, you and I have both been in the business for a while. Uh, this plant was hardly known when I got started, and uh, even though it's a native plant, you have a, an improved variety. Tell us about it. Well, that is crossvine, and the the species. Well, this is a native vine, a native vine, and the 
The species has yellow flowers with a rust-colored throat, but this variety, Tangerine Beauty, is just the reverse. It has a beautiful orange flower with a yellow throat. But anyway, it's a native vine, a self-clinging vine that grows quickly, up to 40 feet if you let it. Uh, In the spring, the vine is absolutely covered with these two-inch tubular flowers that attract hummingbirds on their spring migration. Uh, So anyway, Tangerine Beauty has striking orange flowers. There is a red cross vine that has brick red flowers. That one is even more hard to find. Uh, But anyway, cross vine is an excellent choice for a fence, trellis, or even a brick or rock wall. It does well in sun to part shade. Uh, The bridge to the Fuller Garden is absolutely covered with the showy orange blossoms of Tangerine Beauty. We have it also growing on the the Great Wall, I call it, behind the garden center. That's about a (laughs) 40-foot-tall wall. Uh, but we've got it elsewhere in the garden. Uh, we have it on the fence along Old Garden Road. It, it makes a spectacular show there. So it's a beautiful vine. I really like Tangerine Beauty for those orange flowers. Like that orange, don't you? Yes, I Where'd do. Where did you go to school? I, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Oklahoma State, folks. <laughs> you know, I, I, from for a guy from College Station, it's just orange everywhere around me, it seems like. So... All right, and then events that you have going on and, uh, and, and that people really need to take advantage of. Tell us about this. Yes, World of Orchids is uh, underway in our conservatory through Easter Sunday, April 9th. Uh, the Gardens Conservatory is filled with thousands, thousands of live blooming orchids of all shapes, sizes, and colors arranged in breathtaking displays. We have them hanging from the ceiling. They're growing around waterfalls, in the beds, on top of poles. They are everywhere, and this exhibit is open daily from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with the last ticket sold at 4.30 p.m. Visitors may pay to see the the orchid exhibit alone or pay to see a combination of the orchid exhibit and the entire garden, and members pay a discounted price for the orchid exhibit. Melt Ice Creams will be selling its specialty flavor made just for this exhibit, and that flavor is vanilla jams. Other flavors will be sold as well every Saturday and Sunday during the exhibit from 12 to 5 p.m. Steve, I'm thinking about toward Easter Sunday, since that will be the closing day of this event. Uh, Will people really need to get their tickets uh, for timed entrance uh, for that? That would be helpful. It's always helpful to get uh, a timed entrance ticket. But, yeah, we take take walk-ins as well, so... Yeah. Okay. And okay. I just I, I can imagine the crush of people that might come out on Easter Sunday if it's a big yeah. day. So just yes. a, just a thought, folks. Get out yes. sooner rather than later. It would be great to come. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a nice day today. I think well, it would be a good day to go see yes. orchids, beautiful orchids. All right. How does somebody find the Fort Worth Botanic Garden? We are just north of I-30 on University Drive across from Trinity Park. 30 years, we've told them that, Steve. We tell them every Sunday. I bet they still ask, how do I find you guys? Yes. All right, if you can't find it that way, go to the website. What's the website? That is fwbg.org. All right. And then if you still can't find them and you have a phone in your hand, you can call for 24-hour information, and that number is? 817-463-4160. All right. It's the Fort Worth Botanic Garden. They are uh, they are out essentially in the museum area. When you get to uh, University Drive, head north instead of south toward the zoo. That's another good place to visit. But this is a really great place to visit, especially with the orchids. And uh, head north on University, and it'll be the uh, the first uh, entrance uh, to your left as you as you head north. Um, you have weekend parking right now? Yes, yes, we do. Yes, yeah. Uh, we call that overflow parking, and it's on the uh, I-30 access road between University and Montgomery Street. All yeah. right, that's uh, as necessary, and when it is necessary, they have signs and officers, and Steve will yes. be out there whistling at you and everything else. Yes, everybody yes. comes out. So, all right. Maybe I overstated a little bit. All right. This is Steve Huddleston, and, and he is a good guy, and I appreciate him. Steve, we'll talk cool. to you next Sunday. Thank you, Ben. All right. Thank you, my friend. All right, and that is sponsored by the great people of Advanced 
foundation repair. You hear how I say that deliberately every time? It's just a, a very deliberate delivery because I want you to remember that name. They have earned the right to call themselves that. Advanced Foundation Repair. They are the people who have pioneered many steps in their industry. Some of those are technical that I could not explain if I had to. I, I told uh, Fred Marshall that when I accepted his, his request to do ads for him uh, 27 years ago. I said, I don't know your industry. Uh, I don't have time in this lifetime to figure out how you do your business, but uh, I've checked the references you gave me. I'm kind of going back on an old conversation, and, uh, and I would love to do ads for you because the references came back glowing. That's all I can say is just glowing. Everybody uh, said, and I had some references I could check uh, from people in his industry, and everybody said, this is the real deal, this company. His customers, everybody. And uh, here's how it begins. You call them and say, I might have some foundation problem. I'd like to have you come out and, and do the inspection of my foundation. And you know going in that that's going to be a free service that they provide to you because I just told you that. You can hold me accountable. It's going to be free. They will do almost a topographic map of your foundation. If they detect a problem, then they will show you where it is and how bad it is. They, they, can, they can identify that even now when the soils are moist. You don't have to wait for summertime. And uh, then they will tell you what it would take, what it would cost, what kind of work they would have to do to get your foundation put back together again. And then if you hire them to do it, they give you a, a written guarantee of that work for the lifetime of the house and they back it with cash in the Texas Foundation Warranty Trust. Much of what I just told you, they were the first ever to do. That's why I like calling them Advanced Foundation Repair. You'll be happy for this referral. I hope you never need them. If you do, here's the number. And you can call, you can call and get that inspection done. No obligation. 214-333 zero 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 three foundation repairs.com that was a, a a plural when you thought you heard a b in your ear foundation repairs.com that's two one four three 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 zero 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 three advanced foundation repair i'm megan with callaway's nursery in north plano we're proud to present this hour of neil sperry's texas gardening and now back to neil you, Megan, very, very much. That's a store I'm in a lot and uh, hope you are too. Um, let me explain who these people are. They are managers and assistant managers. And if you hear a voice and they identify as being at your Callaway's, stop in and, and tell them thanks for sponsoring. And uh, that'll mean a lot to them and to me. Let's start with our program today with Mike in Frisco. Mike, this is Neil. Good morning and thanks for calling. Good morning, Neil. Love your show, brother. Yes, sir. Uh, Thank I you. I enjoy a, doing it. Chinch bug invasion last year, and I'm in the process now of replacing all of my St. Augustine. My question mm. to you is, before I put the St. Augustine down, do I need to put some sort of insecticide down or wait until June or July to tackle them again? You need to learn the very first symptom of chinch bug presence. Uh, there's no need to put a preventive down. There is no reason uh, to do so, and there's no effective preventive that's going to last that long. They will show up when it turns hot and dry in the summer. When it turns hot, it doesn't have to be dry. Um, but usually, I've never seen them in North Texas be a problem before uh, mid to late June, and usually it's late June, early July when they show up. The symptom is they will always be in the hottest, sunniest part of your yard. And even though you have brand new sod, the hottest, sunniest part of your yard is going to be in the same place as it was last year. You've done a complete change of the yard, but the sun is still going to hit the same place. And so that's where you need to keep your eye uh, open. And here is, is what you're watching for. You have your lawn watered. You, you've watered it properly. And one morning after, the, after you have watered, you look out there and you say, that's funny. The sprinklers ran yesterday, and yet that area is still dry. I uh, wonder if there's sandy soil there, and it didn't drip water properly. And you think, no, the soil's all the same. And then you realize, uh-oh, that's the symptom of chinch bugs. Uh, it looks dry, you water it, and it doesn't rebound. And that's when you go out and get on your hands and knees, and you part the grass with your fingers, 
and look for the black insects. They're a little bigger than a pinhead and smaller than a BB, and they'll have irregular white diamonds on their on their wings, one one per chinch bug. Uh, they'll be around the perimeter of the dry area or the or the wilted area. It won't be brown yet. It'll just the the blades will be folded in that dark glossy green uh, that tells you it looks dry. Uh, when you walk on it, it it won't pop back up again like the regular lawn does. You'll leave footprints across it when you walk on it. Right. Um, and when you see the black insects, that's that's the day to treat. You don't wait three days. You do it that day. Merit is uh, is the insecticide, imidacloprid. Uh, there probably are other things that are labeled, but it does such a good job. But there's no need to apply it ahead of time. You really don't want to apply it ahead of time. Okay. Well. I appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Oh, same to you. Thank you, Mike, very much. Yeah, I'll add to that, and, and uh, he'll discover that one treatment per year is usually all it takes. It's, they're very easy to control. You just have to learn that one clue uh, that uh, it looks dry. And what happened last year that was so tragic for our lawns was that that buildup of chinch bugs was really severe, and it, it was concurrent with the the drought and all the news about oh man we're going into a drought 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 droughts what you heard on the radio and saw on tv and then the chinch bugs hit and people assumed that it was drought 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 that was hurting their saint augustine so there's a lot more damage than needed to be neil spray's lone star gardening is my book i have it on sale at 36 dollars 95 i'm going to leave that for just a little longer but uh, so you don't want to wait because this is your chance to save a good bit of money on it. I did that just to try to help us all through a tough economic time. I have things I need to pay and I can pay better if I sell a few more books and goodness knows a lot of people are looking for ways to save. This book will save you a ton in addition to the money that I'm saving you by having it on sale because you'll make good decisions in the plants that you buy. You'll make good decisions in when you fertilize and what you watch out for. It's 344 pages, 840 of my photos, and it's not just photos of pretty flowers. It shows you photos of, of plants with problems to identify those. It's 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Things about soils, things about uh, uh, rainfall, climate in general, hardiness zones, the things you have to know for all the other 10 chapters. Chapter 2 is a calendar, 48 pages, four pages per month, telling you what you need to do in each month. So April's about to occur, and uh, it'll tell you what you need to finish up in March, get this done, or you'll be late, and what you need to do in April so you can plan the month. Uh, then chapters 3 through 11 cover in great detail, and, and I've said that each time, and I wish you had a copy in front of you to see what I'm talking about. All the information about growing trees, how to fertilize trees, how to prune trees, all, all of that. Plus then the best trees for Texas, every tree that goes into a landscape described in great detail. And then shrubs and vines and ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns and fruit and vegetables. It's a huge amount of information. It will pay for itself only $36.95 um, and, and that's a deal. It'll be a signed copy. I sign every Sunday night or Monday. And uh, then we uh, get them in the mail on Tuesday. This week will be backed up by one day because our office is closed tomorrow. Uh, Gretchen is uh, visiting with a friend. Today is her birthday. And uh, so we're closing the office tomorrow. So here are the two ways you can order. Not in stores, not on Amazon, remember. So you have to order it from my office or my website. If you want to do it from the website, you can do that right now while you're thinking about it. And that's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. And uh, the web, that is the website. The phone number, if you'd like to call Tuesday on, is 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. Again, the better way is the website, neilsperry.com. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. 
check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone, leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor. He is our pastor. That's our church, and we hope that you'll join us. The First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney, services at 8, well, you missed that one, 9, 10, 05, that's the one that live streams also, and uh, then 11, 10. And all of that information, as well as the live stream, is at sharingtheheart.org. Lynn and I had the opportunity to visit this week at the uh, offices of and with the, all the principals of Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. We had a wonderful time. This is a second generation family business and there's a lot of family involved and that's why this company is so very good. Now, you'll have uh, hands-on attention to make sure that your Wortham Brothers roof is the best you could possibly dream of. You know, there are a lot of fly-by-night companies. They give you a bid, they get your money and you may or may not get a roof. You probably won't get a roof that even comes close to measuring up to what Wortham Brothers will do for you. They founded back in 1986, and they've done, every time I look at the website, it's a new number. It's kind of like one of these, uh, these dials that just keeps on rolling quickly. 125,000 roofs installed. We were doing some math on how much tonnage that is, and it's astounding. But they do the most beautiful roofs. They do all kinds. They do all the, the, the Metroplex area. So I hope you'll give them a call. They'll come out and check your roof to see if it's had damage. If you're getting ready to sell your house, you need to make sure it's inspected, and Wortham Brothers will do that for you. If there's no damage, they're not going to cook up some kind of uh, bogus claim to you. They don't work that way. They have to look at each other as family members and, and be honest with one another, and they are. I have a Wortham Brothers, we do, on our house, and couldn't be happier. And I've talked to a lot of people who have had Wortham Brothers roofs put on their homes a second and third time as they have bought other homes and moved. That's the testimony you really want to pay attention to. Look at the website. It'll tell you a lot. WBRoofing.com. Here's that phone number, 972 562-5788, Wortham Brothers Roofing Company, 972-562-5788. No charge for them to inspect your roof. I would suggest you have them do so. Neil Sperry and Callaway's go back since our nurseries opened. I'm Ross with Cornelius in Houston, and now back to Neil. Thank you, Ross, very, very much. Yeah, it's been... You know, time gets away, but it's been 10 or 15 years since uh, the, the Callaway's folks in North Texas bought the Cornelius uh, organization in Houston. They were revered at that time, and they still are. And Callaway's said, we're going to leave it, Cornelius, because we, we don't want to mess with that. Sterling Cornelius was beloved in Houston, and by me, by me. So there you go. We're going to take a little break for the news and to... Uh, uh, Rose in Kaufman County and Bruce in Dallas, you're coming up right after the break. Stay tuned, please. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. Accumulus Media Station. Trending now. Search underway for a missing six year old boy from Everman. I'm Kimberly James at the WBAP 24 7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather. On the ones. Accident still working downtown Fort Worth, 30 westbound at 35W. The left lane here is blocked. 
I'm WFA meteorologist Kyle Roberts. Enjoy the sunshine and the warm weather as we end the weekend. High around 80 this afternoon under mostly sunny skies in the east-southeast wind around 5 to 10. It's cooler to start the work week, partly cloudy and a high of 72 on Monday. Then even cooler on Tuesday, a high of 65, but it will come with mostly sunny skies. Starting to warm back up again on Wednesday, mostly sunny and a high of around 70. Right now, 50 degrees in Dallas and 48 in Fort Worth. A massive EF4 tornado strikes Mississippi with another killer twister Friday in Alabama. Search and rescue operations still underway for many more missing. A total of 26 people now known killed. Underneath all of these cinder blocks, there are other <laughs> vehicles that have been crushed and ripped apart and pounded down by the fury and energy of this incredible uh, tornado, this EF4, according to the National uh, weather Service. Unfortunately, 25 dead in the state of Mississippi, one in Alabama. Federal aid, we are told, is on the way. Federal officials will be on the ground. Uh, the governor of Mississippi toured uh, this town uh, yesterday. He will continue to update. That's Robert Ray reporting from Rolling Fork, Mississippi. Entire towns in Mississippi just wiped off the map. If you've been driving this morning, likely you've noticed a clear alert posted on electronic highway billboards. They're asking drivers to be on the alert for a six-year-old developmentally disabled boy reported abducted from Tarrant County, city of Everman. Now, the family is reported as telling police he has not been seen since November of last year. Noel Rodriguez Alvarez may be with his mom and six other children, believe driving in a 2012 Silverado, license plates PLS 7091. Again, 50 degrees now in Dallas, 48 in Fort Worth. I'm Kimberly James. Next news update, 9 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day. Stay informed with News Talk A20 WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2 and WBAP.com. Wild Birds Unlimited tells us that migrating hummingbirds are headed our way if they're not here already. And uh, you need to get your hummingbird feeder out. They have exactly what you need. We have their high perch hummingbird feeders and uh, have three of them and love them. They are absolutely fabulous. Remember that the mix is one part of sugar to four parts of water. No food coloring, please. You can uh, store it in the refrigerator, the excess, and it will hold in the cooler temperatures we're having now for up to a week. They'll show you all the different hummingbird feeders that they have. They have uh, the uh, high perch feeders in, in small size for a, a small backyard. If you need something bigger, they certainly can uh, accommodate you in any way. They have incredible bird feeders and bird feeds. Uh, the cylinders, take a look at that. The McKinney store is the one I want to uh, just zero in on because Bertie has done a beautiful job of stocking that with great bird feeds and seeds and nest boxes and bird birding related uh, items. Love that store. I'm in it many times uh, uh, a month and I get all of my supplies there. The thing that's the neatest about it is how cheerful the help is. I hear them reaching out and greeting the customers as they come in. Some of them they know by name, and the newcomers are greeted and helped immediately. And uh, it's just a really nice experience. That is partly, mainly, why it's been selected as the store of the year nationally a couple of times recently. So you need to go to Wild Birds Unlimited McKinney. They're closed on Sundays, open Monday through Friday, uh, Saturday, and just experience that Wild Birds Unlimited uh, uh, joy. Wild Birds Unlimited, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. That's just south of El Dorado Parkway near Tom Thumb in McKinney, just north of the football stadium. Easy to get to, and you'll go back like I do many, many times. I'll see you there. Wild Birds Unlimited in McKinney, 3001 South Harden Boulevard. Your latest news, traffic, and weather. Constant need for information. All you have to do is ask. Alexa, open WBAP. The only place I will go for tree service, I don't go there, they come to me, thank heavens, I don't have to take my trees to them, is uh, Arborological Services. Uh, Steve Hauser founded this company uh, back in 1981, so was that 43rd, 44th year now they're in business. Steve is just a prince of a guy, and the company around him, well, they have 12 international 
Society of Arboriculture Certified Arborists. They have three Texas Arborists of the Year, Kevin Bassett, Russell Peters, and Steve, of course. And that award's only been given out for the last 20 years or so. And in the first 20 years, three of the people, it's, a, it's given to one person per year, and three of them have come from Arborological Services. They have a 13-time Texas tree climbing champion, Miguel Pastanez, on the team. He's the one who brings his crew to our house. I don't want anybody else touching our trees because they are so good at arborological services. Please give them a call. Your trees deserve it. They're the most important part of your landscape. They're worth thousands of dollars, and you don't want just some rank amateur with, uh, with a pickup, a chainsaw, and a ladder of some sort going up in your trees. Notice when they come to your home, the folks at Arborological Services, you don't see ladders on their trucks. They do it by climbing. Careful and uh, skilled and trained climbing. 866 866- Five five two seventy two sixty seven. You say eight six six nil. Isn't that a toll free number? Where am I calling? You're calling right here in the Metroplex. They are based here and they work only here. Arborological Services. The website is arborological.com. Facebook Arborological Services Inc. Twitter at the Tree Experts. It's Arborological Services eight six six five five two seventy two sixty seven. News Talk 820, WVAP, 99.5 FM HD2, and WVAP.com. This hour of my program is sponsored by the fine people of Callaway's Nursery. They have sponsored this hour every Sunday for many, many years, and I am grateful for them. Callaway's Nursery offers you the most beautiful plants for your Texas garden this springtime. Their greenhouses are packed with fresh arrivals, including geraniums and tropical hibiscus, and they're absolutely breathtaking. Visit your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery today. Pick out your favorites. Stunning blooms of tropical hibiscus will capture your attention and create the feeling of the tropics right in your own backyard. Tropical hibiscus produce flowers constantly starting now and going until frost. You'll enjoy big, bold blooms for months, and they really stand out against their rich green foliage. Select from red, orange, pink, and yellow. These six-inch beauties, $24.99. For a splash of instant color, add geraniums to containers at the front door or on your patio. Callaway's offers you unmatched quality of these much-loved spring bloomers, in big six-inch pots, on sale now for seven ninety-eight. Regular price is twelve ninety-nine. They're delightfully low-maintenance. Geraniums are easy to care for, and they have long-lasting blooms, making them ideal for everyone. Enhance your new plants in fabulous new containers. They have a great selection of colors and designs to fit your personal style. Callaway's is hiring at all locations. If you have a passion for plants and people, they want to talk to you. We want you to be a part of their team. Stop in, apply, and join their Texas-grown team today. Shop locally at their community stores or order online today at Callaways.com. They're open seven days a week for your shopping convenience, serving DFW for more than 35 years. Callaways Nursery, their life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. Let the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaways help you. I'm Kenny Milas from the Fort Worth Stonegate Store. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Kenny, very, very much. And we go back to our phone lines now. Again, we have one open line at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Rose is in Kaufman County. Rose, thanks for calling. How can I help you? Well, thanks, Neil, for being there, for one. I've been listening to you for years. But I want to well, ask you. you, I have three uh, live oak trees. They're approximately six feet in diameter. And I need to make a light draining around my house, which is where these trees are at. And the area that we would be scraping the soil a little bit would be about five feet away from the base of the tree. Can we do that without disturbing the tree? All right, and you see there, how large? You say they're how large in diameter? Six feet in diameter, and they're about 50-some years old. All right. Uh, so six feet through or in circumference? Circumference. Okay. Um, 
Well, one thing that is a known fact with, with live oaks, Rose, even on the Mississippi River where the soils are 500 feet deep, live oaks have a huge batch of surface roots. Um, okay. That, their, their, their root system kind of mirrors the, the branches. The branches are low and spreading and the roots are high and spreading. And so you, you wouldn't want to bring a blade in and just start scraping a bunch of soil away. You're trying to get water to drain away from the house is the problem? Yes, sir. And we really only need to kind of scrape the surface. We feel like maybe only two, three, I mean, like three or four inches, something like that. Not a lot. All right. I got it. Um, you may want to get a landscape contractor in after. And so keep that in mind as I describe what in my mind's eye, what I'm thinking may be happening and, and could happen. Um, it's possible that you need to put grates in uh, somewhere across the surface because as these roots get larger, they're going to swell up and out of the soil. It's not uncommon oh. with live oaks to have okay. roots that will do that and they may act as levees. And it's possible, you could certainly remove a root here or there over the course of this, these trees' lives without hurting the trees much at all. Uh, that would be something better done in, in October or November so they have longer uh, during the winter to establish new roots. It's not a huge difference, but it would help. Um, but you can take off three or four inches off one side of a tree uh, without doing a whole lot of damage to the tree. Again, if it were done in the, in the fall, uh, I wouldn't do it going into the summer like we are now. Um, and if you're only affecting maybe 20% of the tree, when you get to taking half of the soil off, that's a, a bigger concern. But putting grates in and then running a, 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 a drain line out can, may, may be able to accomplish the same thing without such wholesale uh, scraping. I, I'm just trying to figure other ways to accomplish what you need. Yeah, me too. We, we've figured out everything we can, and if we can't do it, I'm not chancing my trees. There's just no way, but that's the reason I asked you if we could I have some. I have a similar problem at our home. I have a similar problem of drainage that has cropped up because of a pecan tree that is causing a barricade with its roots and I'm, I'm trying to figure that out and I'm about to call a drainage expert in to, to show me. The problem is okay. that when you get a non-plant drainage expert, it's off with its head. You know, they want to get the tree out of the way and, and that's yeah. not acceptable. So I'm probably also going to involve a landscape contractor. Um, okay. But a lot, of, a lot of the really good landscape contractors um, work with drainage as part of their jobs and they understand it. Okay. Uh, well, you could, you, could, you could take several inches off if you don't do more than 20 or 30 percent. I want to make sure I answered your question. I hope I have gotten close anyway. You can take 20 or 30 percent. You can take several inches off 20 or 30 percent of the side of a tree. A lot of it depends on the, the specific tree. I don't know if my sponsor, the, the, the uh, arborists, I don't know if they come as far as Kaufman County. I kind of doubt it. Um, I, I don't know that, that my uh, advertiser who sponsors this hour, Callaway's, has anybody that does this kind of work. kind of doubt it. I don't think they would be offended if I referred you over to Covington's and Rowlett. They do have a landscape division that might be able to uh, handle this. I don't know. Uh, but okay. you need somebody who does landscape contracting work. Okay. Well, Neil, thank you very much for your time, and I've really enjoyed your show for many years. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And if I missed the uh, if I missed the target on this thing, uh, keep me updated if you can. Um, hang on, and Mike will give you contact information, and I'll try to help. Hang on, and Mike will give you a way to get a hold of me. Hang on. Okay. All thank right. You, Let me go to, yeah, thank you very much. Before he gets busy with her, uh, Mike, if you'll punch up Bruce in Dallas for me. Bruce, this is Neil. How may I help you today? Um, yes, sir. Long-time fan. Um, thank you. I uh, have a question, I guess, uh, and regarding painting of uh, tree wounds. And I, I've gotten advice that you don't need to do that, that that's sort of old uh, thoughts, but um, I've seen large cuts on trees turn into rotting holes in the tree, um, and um, logic tells me that painted wood uh, 
is better protected than bare wood. Um, I don't know if there's any research in this area or, or if you have a, any resources. There's a great deal of research. Um, the decay is as much as anything improper pruning more than it is uh, whether the, the, the uh, wound was sealed or not with, with pruning sealant or paint or something else. Um, there, do you know what a branch collar is on a, on a tree limb? Oh, yes. I, I, the, I'm, okay. If, if you know what the branch collar is, let me just uh, do a hasty job of explaining it to other people. The branch collar to a branch is similar to the delta of a river where the river swells out and widens before it goes into an ocean or into a lake. You need to leave a little bit of that branch collar um, to, to help with the healing process. People who prune flush, and I used to say prune flush, and, and that was before research was conducted. Uh, and I used to say uh, seal, this is 40 years ago, seal every cut surface with pruning paint. And then the research started coming out uh, 40 years ago saying, if you leave a little bit of the branch collar, the tree will heal faster than if you uh, uh, prune up flush against the, the main trunk or the a big limb. Uh, because in doing that, you, you have a much larger um, uh, uh, wound. If you can imagine building a dam across the delta of a river uh, out in the edge of the lake, it's going to be two miles wide. And if you do it upstream just a little bit, it's going to be half a mile wide. And so that's, that's the whole principle of uh, leaving just a little bit of the branch collar. And I've seen it happen many, many times since that in the last 35 years where the branches that are cut properly with a little bit of that branch collar left, they will heal in a donut of, of new bark that rolls across and it happens very quickly. First of all, it's healthy. Secondly, uh, it doesn't have as far to grow and they heal well and there's no decay that sets in. The, the, the absolute contrary to that is when they leave a bunch of the branch sticking out as a stub, maybe two or three inches, and that never does heal. That's where the decay really sets in. Now, the one exception Bruce is oaks because of oak wilt. You don't want to have any exposed surface left there because uh, the disease will move in. But for non-oaks, anything other than oaks, it's usually better not to, not to seal them. With oaks, it's a must that we do seal them. So that's pretty much the dividing line. I hope that makes sense. That's, that's been the, the accepted uh, go-to information for 30 years probably. Um, well, I appreciate your your thoughts. I uh, when I've seen when I've I've seen cuts on trees, and these are uh, not necessarily my own trees, but where they're uh, it, it, and sometimes they're improperly done, where the collar is cut off. And I understand all of the issues exactly what you're talking about there. But uh, if there's a crack or a crevice that goes into the um, the cut wood, that then that uh, I've seen that. Uh, one, squirrels will start working on it, woodpeckers, um, insects, and it turns into a hollow. Whereas if you fill up that spot um, to prevent the, the, those sort of decay features, then it seems to work better. Uh, if, you, if you have a... No, I, I'll, disagree, a I'll disagree with that because I said the same thing to a certified arborist, to Steve Hauser, and he said, Neil, you still are going to have moisture in there. It's still going to decay. The problem is now you have whatever you use to fill it, whether it was some kind of an expanding foam or concrete or whatever, you're going to have it in the way. you got to get it out before you can deal with the decay. Said, okay, that makes sense. I've, I've, stood, I've stood in your shoes, Bruce. I've had the same argument, and I had my argument handed back to me. So I'm, I'm no better than you are. I said the same things. So that's, that's why I try to bring that gospel back from other masters who are smarter than I am. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I appreciate all that. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think the problem is, I think the problem is that those trees were weakened before the prune pruning was ever done in the first place. And that crack was there and there might've been some decay or something else already able to get started. And then it just 
got worse and would have anyway. I, I think that's probably what happened. But no, I've I've had the same argument, and that's why I admit now that 40 years ago I had advice that turned out to be not good advice. A lot of us did. Most of us did. And then all of a sudden we began to see these reports from uh, foresters, I think is probably where it started, and arborists who were full-time arborists that said, nah, you know what, we need to change this recommendation. And you'll see that in the old literature, not just mine, but a lot of it. Um, you're well, you're right on target. Yeah, it, I, I'm it, not disagreeing uh, with you. I'm, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, do you have a, a a literature a reference that I could um, about the research? Because I tried to look it up a little bit, and I couldn't really find any peer-reviewed uh, literature on that. But you're telling me there's a lot out there. Well, I think there is a lot out there, and probably a lot of it is in older reference books that probably are not uh, online anymore, or never were because they were pre-internet. Uh, uh, the early research that I saw was out of, uh, I think, out of Ohio, probably, out of the Midwest. It was not here in Texas. Um, I don't know if Arborological.com, the Arborological Services, that's, that's where I had my arguments. Uh, they, were, they were wonderful arguments. Uh, because Steve Hauser is such a gentle, kind person. He, he would put his arm around me and say, Neil, we, we need to talk. <laughs> and I'd know I was about to lose an argument. <laughs> so anyway, okay. I got to run. But, but uh, I, I, you know, you go to a 30-year younger Neil, first of all, you get a guy with good knees, and secondly, you get a guy saying the same thing you just did. <laughs> so I hope it helped, Bruce. Thanks for the call. All right, we'll come back to Maryland and Arlington with a pre-emergent question, and uh, then we could come to you at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. My book is Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Um, you know, if you've written a book that's called Complete Guide to Texas Gardening, which I did in 1982 and redid in 1991, as I kept trying to get the publisher to do the book I wanted, never got there, um, then you have that title and you say, well, if it's the complete guide to Texas gardening, what is left? Well, there was a lot left. And so that's why I just said Lone Star Gardening to make sure it looked different. Didn't use the cowboy boots on the cover of this one because I was self-publishing it. My uh, attorney, I said, can I write a book? Is there any, he said, Neil, you own the copyright to the second edition. You can redo it and call it the same thing if you want to. I said, no, I don't want that. I want it to be a distinctly different book. And, um, so I uh, put the Lone Star Gardening on it, and we got busy. And Carolyn Skye uh, agreed to edit it for me. She's fabulous. And uh, she just had a birthday this past week and is still making quilts and, and still helping me with... I, I love talking to her about uh, grammatical things. Cindy Smith is the graphic designer. I talked to her yesterday. She's doing some things uh, not related to uh, books, but another project we're working on together and she's just a great graphic designer three of us did this book 11 chapters that cover every aspect of outdoor landscaping lawns and gardens fruit flower and vegetable gardens it's all in this book if you get the book and you say nope not in there don't want the book i'll pay every dime back to you it's only 36.95 840 photos that's cindy's <laughs> oh that was a job for her to get all those fit into 344 pages. That's a lot of pages, but 840 photos and all the text. This has 11 chapters that cover everything. I'll sign it for you. Uh, it's a hardback printed in San Antonio. It's not going to say Lone Star Gardening and have my name on it and be printed in China. That just isn't going to happen. So only two ways you can get it. You call my office or you order it from my website. It's not in stores, not on Amazon. The office number is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. My website is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. The office will be closed tomorrow. Call Tuesday on. You can order at the website, neilsperry.com, right now.
Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Best thing you can do for your windows is put some beautiful sunburst shutters on them. That's what we did about 12 years ago. We love sunburst shutters. They are made of polywood, a man-made material that doesn't crack or warp or split or peel. It's color fast, white or off-white, and you can have it faux uh, stained or painted uh, to match your decor, whatever you need. These are plantation-style shutters, two and a half, three and a half, four and a half inch louver size, big louvers. Larger the louver, the fewer lines that you see. And the neat thing is the people. The people you deal with at Sunburst Shutters are people that you are proud to have come into your home. They will come out, measure your windows, tell you what Sunburst Shutters would cost. And then if you say, well, that's a deal. That's not, a, that's not expensive. That's a good deal. And uh, then when you say that to them and, and uh, uh, take on this uh, project, they measure every window to the one millionth of an inch or something kind of like that. Maybe not that precisely, but the, each shutter is made for a specific window, so it fits tightly. They're just wonderful. Here are the contact points for them, sunburstshutters.com. By the way, they're also available in Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco. Sunburstshutters.com. Tell Collins Jones that I said hi. He is a great guy, great people. And the phone number, 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com. 214-343-2601. I'm Sarah with Hebron Callaway's Nursery. When you need timely and accurate gardening advice, count on the Texas Certified Nursery Professionals at your neighborhood Callaway's. And now, back to Neil. All right, Sarah, thank you very, very much. And, Mike, we have time for a call. We have out. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> 